I have a secret. I don't even know you, and I like you. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow wrote, If we could read the secret history of our enemies, we should find in each man's life sorrow and suffering enough to disarm all hostility. Birds. This is Yelling at Birds, episode 6. 6, which is 2 minutes less than it took to get abs in the 90s. 1 minute less if you're a hitchhiking entrepreneur picked up by Ben Stiller. I hope you're doing well. I hope that each new day is an adventure for you on your journey through this weird world. Speaking of weird worlds, as Sean, played by Robin Williams in Goodwill Hunting, said, we get to choose who we let into our weird little worlds. This also suggests that we choose who we ban from our weird little worlds as well. If you are one of the many people who watch Game of Thrones, you might remember Littlefinger informing Sansa that Sometimes when I try to understand a person's motives, I play a little game. I assume the worst. What's the worst reason they could possibly have for saying what they say and doing what they do? Which are you? Both of these quotes can be seen as uh, approaches to life. While one is coming from the side of optimism, in that we get the opportunity to share ourselves, who we are, our strange tendencies, our weirdness, our wants, fears, desires with one another, mainly in the form of an intimate partner. The other tends to be coming from the side of caution, suspicion, and the side of prudence. Assuming the worst is a, I mean, it's playing it safe. It's, it's a defense mechanism. It's a playing it safe way to protect yourself from unforeseen harm. Which is all fine and good until you learn that the harm can come no matter what. And you may have wasted years of your precious life closing yourself off in, from potential growth and happiness. That's super dramatic, I know, but it's possible. Who knows that person that you didn't give a chance to, not in a, doesn't even have to be in a romantic way, just in kind of a general way. Um, Maybe you saw something you didn't like, or you've heard stories and you just didn't really give yourself a chance or give this other person a chance and you weren't fully open with them. How many missed opportunities were there? I suppose how many how many uh, pitfalls did you avoid? I mean, that can be argued as well, but uh, it just kind of depends on how you look at life. I mean, there's nothing wrong with protecting yourself or being a little cautious of who you, who you interact with and who you share your inner self with. You just have to question your motivations. Where are you coming from? While being open and open and giving others the benefit of the doubt can no doubt lead to pain, I see it as a more courageous way to live. You know that others have the potential to let you down or hurt you, but you choose to invite them in in spite of that very real possibility I mean, what are we really protecting ourselves from? Danger? Shame? Pain? Embarrassment? Resentment? I feel that. I mostly feel most of those... I mostly feel most of those. I feel most of those uh, feelings when I'm not being my true self. 
it's not it's usually not um it's usually not a result from trusting someone too much but when i'm not living according to who i believe myself to be or aspire to be is when i feel most of those quote unquote negative feelings hurt people hurt people my life changed when i my life changed that's also very very dramatic i'm being very dramatic tonight um i made positive or good changes happen in my life when i began to give other people the benefit of the doubt now this kind of corresponded with me being in certain situations where i kind of needed others more than i would, would have hoped to and but it also came after situations where you know a normal again quotes around a lot of these words where a normal person wouldn't find themselves in where you interact you're interacting with people that you wouldn't usually interact with and i found that in most situations people are just people people dealing with different experiences in their lives and dealing with that in different ways when it did turn to hurt or pain it was normally just due to my unwillingness or inability to be open. Oddly enough, when you keep yourself open and speak and act honestly about yourself, many of the other quote-unquote negative experiences tend to fade away. If someone else hurts you or treats you poorly, you know that you've done all you can and you're able to see the way others treat you as a window into them and their past joys or hurts rather than a reflection of you. We see plenty of examples of that openness in film and television writing, let's say. Uh, normally it's the eccentric character that normally lays everything out there with everyone, that, and they tend to, even though they are the oddball, uh, be the one who is most relatable and liked because they speak their mind. They speak their mind about others, but most importantly about themselves. And I feel that level of honesty with yourself is desperately needed in order to be more open and honest with others. So it's not exactly the tell it like it is person or the, you know, person not taking any shit from anybody. It's the person that's the most honest about their own struggles and their own life and what they're going through that tend to be the most relatable and they tend to feel like the most open person on that the writers are writing into that show. And that level of self-honesty self and self-reflection bleeds into and increases your capacity for empathy and understanding of others, which allows you to be even more open and honest. It just keeps going. It feeds itself. Um, where was I? I can't remember where I was going with this, but it's a natural high. It's a natural high to open yourself up to other people. Uh, fair warning, though, not all others will be ready for that complete honesty, so make sure you use it wisely. Or if you'd like to just light a torch to your field of connections, burn, burn away all of those loose, delicate, dry pieces of, of connection and just leave behind those strong, sturdy ones, uh, go ahead, go nuts. Um, it's not easy because some of those that may be the least equipped or least willing to hear about the true you 
or hear about um, just you being completely honest about yourself. They may be those that you feel are the closest to you or those that you feel the most comfortable with. They're the safest with. And it's tough to, it's hard to kind of risk that, that comfort and that safety to get to this point of honesty. And you might not feel it's necessary. And that's fine. You do you. But I guess if the point's to live a long, easy, comfortable life, then you can do that anywhere. And and yeah, I don't know. I don't know that that's, that's really the point. Um, but in any case, the way you see others, the way you treat others, protect the way you protect yourself against others or embrace and elevate others is a direct re- reflection of your willingness to truly see yourself. Self-honesty, brutal self-honesty is step number one. And it's a big and scary step. But if you want to get anywhere meaningful in this life, it's the most important step. So you just really have to start walking. Um, and I feel that that that's step number one. Once you're doing, once that happens, you're just more comfortable with yourself and your interactions with other people. You're less stuck up, stuck on what other people think of you what other people are saying about you behind your back. Less worried about being taken advantage of, used, anything like that, because you're all out there. It's it's laid open. And once you're able to live that way, um, everything just seems a lot more fulfilling and more real. And it's a really enriching way to go, kind of go go about your day. But that's step number one, and that's the hardest one. Being honest with yourself, truly honest. And that's like sitting down with a piece of paper or in front of a computer screen or just having a long walk and just going through everything. You know, I don't know if it's a self-job interview or anything like that, like your greatest strengths and weaknesses. But it's really just taking an inventory of, I guess, what you really want. If you're doing what you really want, what makes you happy and... um if that's what you're doing exactly right now at this at this very moment then fuck yeah you've you've done it you're there but if not i mean if there's room for improvement or room for uh another level of of pride of happiness of joy that you can feel um you really need to look at yourself and wonder if you're the one that's holding you back from it or if you being dishonest with yourself and others, or being safe, is the one that's holding you back. So I guess the most important question is, are you a lord in a fictional TV show, scheming, protecting your way to power, guarding it with the guise of protecting the realm? Or are you psychologist Sean, just missing your wife's farts? I think that what's important, well, what I feel is important to life is definitely going to be different than what what you feel is important. Uh, At the end of the day, we, as I've said a a million times, maybe not in here, but elsewhere, we all wind up in the same spot. And 
I think, you know, we miss out on a lot more than we should because we're, we keep ourselves guarded. And you miss out on a, on a lot of life. There's certainly a lot of freedom to be felt once you are completely honest. And being honest with other people is very important. Um, it's very important to, you know, not be deceitful, just to kind of be open with people. But it's even more so important to be honest with yourself. Once you start becoming brutally, truly honest with yourself, you know, life starts to take on many different new shades of colors. And it's fantastic. Uh, it's freeing. It's, you can really do anything. As long as it's coming from, you know, the grounded state of just being honest with yourself. So that's basically it. I appreciate you listening to me rambling about nothing again. I uh, I appreciate you listening. You know, make sure to like, subscribe. I uh, you'll find this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, a bunch of other ones I haven't heard of, or on Facebook, Yelling at Birds, Yelling at Birds podcast. I will share this episode. Have a great day. Have a great rest of the week. Happy Wednesday. It's hump day. We're, we're almost there. We're getting there. Thank you. Have a great night. Bye.